0: It is the Get Loud podcast presented by SeatGeek. That's the man, Fred Smoot. I'm Michael Jenkins. Woo! Where do we start?
1: Ah, we're we'll going to start with these cart nails. How about that? Took
0: them down. A win is it's a, a win Any NFL. We'll take it. Yep. I know a lot of people want to hear about Sam Howell, and I want to hear you te- your take because, look, at the end of the day, this guy is still learning, and we're going to break it down. He's a newborn. We're also going to mix in a little cocoa along the that way. Cocoa makes
1: every day better.
0: US Open, and I can't believe this.
1: I had no, I know a lot about you. I did yeah. not know you were such a great bowler. I am a great bowler. Going to the PBA, I go by the name Big Earn. It's
0: Big Earn. Also, we'll look ahead to the Broncos and talk about all the celebs at
1: FedEx. Oh, everywhere. The game on Star study. It was crazy ridiculous. We have to repeat
0: this. We'll get it all done. It's in 60 seconds. Stay right there. Set summer in motion with the most adventurous Honda vehicles yet like the Passport and Pilot TrailSport, and the Ridgeline, built for better off-road performance and engineered for more adventure. Summer's here. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2023 Honda Pilot, a 2.9% APR on a 2023 Passport, and a 0.9% APR on a 2023 Ridgeline. Buy online, reserve from select dealers, or visit your local Honda dealer today. See
2: dealer for financing details. Recycled Track Systems is transforming the way that commercial businesses and communities manage waste and recycling. We combine the power of AI with premium customer service to optimize waste pickup schedules, ensuring timely and efficient collections to keep our neighborhoods cleaner and greener. Visit RTS.com to learn more about how we can help your business manage waste more responsibly.
0: How's it going? It is the Get Loud Podcast. Fred Smoot, Michael Jenkins, presented by SeatGeek. You're ready to get loud. Yes, W's. That's all I care about. W's. That's all I care about. And we got them in spades over the weekend. It's a victory
1: Monday, Smoot. It's always good on a victory Monday. Mm -hmm. It's very relaxing, and it feels like you accomplished something. Even though I'm not on the field playing, I feel like I want to. Well, you did win a little bit. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. you were talking
0: about what was going to happen in this game, and look. It wasn't the easiest game to watch at times but yeah. as you know as every NFL head coach will tell you you take a dub however Ever you can in
1: get it. like the NFL is hard to win like I always tell people there's 32 teams out there full of pros mm-hmm. I, and I thought I think the fan base thought we were just going to show up and blow right. this team out because all right, here you go. The front office of the Arizona Cardinals are tanking. Yes. The players didn't get that memo. Because right, at the end of the day, we are independent contractors. I can't afford to go out here and mm-hmm. put some bad film out here because you want Kayla Williams. Right. So the rest of the team did not get that memo, and that's why they play so sharp. And
0: I have to say, I fell into that trap.
1: I yeah. said the Cardinals stink. Yeah. I was betting on the Commanders. Yeah, you should have said the Giants
0: stink. That's that <laughs> what you said. They yeah. stink now. They stink. I mean, that was ugly. Yeah, it was. It was really ugly. Yeah. Let's talk about that for just a second before we get back into this yeah, game because yeah, yeah. it's always nice when you win yeah. and then you,
1: watch, you your watch other teams. Even though I know nobody likes the Cowboys, uh, but at least someone got to beat fall them. Fall in misery. Yeah. Yes. All right, fall in misery. Plus Philadelphia didn't look as good as we thought. But that's that's what you do in the first couple of weeks. You try to find your identity and find yourself. So I never get too high over the first week and never get too. No.
0: It's never easy, and also defense travels. Defense usually is ahead of the offense this time of, year, this time always. of year. Always, always. So we'll get into Sam Howell in a second. But when you talk about this Washington D, particularly yeah. late in this game, I mean, yeah. you got
1: Montez Sweat. Oh uh, my God! Listen, FedEx Field, that house need to put a beware dogs sign out there. <laughs> beware dogs, because we got a couple of them. Forbes, Sweat. Change the game. Mm If it wasn't for the the University of Mississippi State, we Mm -hmm. lose that game yesterday. Yeah, because Sweat was a one man wrecking machine yesterday, and to end it, Forbes knocks the ball down Mm -hmm. and sends sends us home on a good note. But uh, listen, Montez Sweat is on a one man pay me tour. Yep. All right. At the end of the day, I, I think this is just the beginning for him. Yeah. Because last year he was he was three inches away from 17 sacks last year. Yeah. Posted one of the highest PFF uh grades. He he is there. The game has slowed down for him, and now he becomes who he really gonna become. He can only get better from here.
0: You know what I love is if you knew nothing about these two teams yeah. and I said, watch this game, tell me which guy you think is in a contract here. Yeah. You would have been like that, that guy, guy right
1: there. Number 90. <laughs> He's most definitely <laughs> in the guy. contract here. And that's the thing about it, like it, it, it get a little stressful in contract years because mm-hmm. you're like, all right, the first thing I can't do is get hurt. Mm-hmm. All right. The second thing I have to do is put good film out here every mm-hmm. game. So you become studious of yourself. You become your biggest enemy almost. All right. So mm-hmm. it has to be this level where you can get some zen and also play your game. But understand what's. <laughs> yeah. what's behind you? You know, and I love too that at the end of this game, when the
0: crowd was getting really back into it, the D was playing so well, the D just kind of smothered. Them. They just smothered
1: them, and yeah. the Cardinals were just worn out. No, no, no. They had they had made it to the point, and, and the fans took a toll they on them. Sure did. Listen, it's hard with seventy thousand fans bearing down on you, and and I saw uh, Josh Dobbs couldn't hear. Her. On Mm -hmm. some third down, he just could not hear. That's that's how you weaponize a crowd. Mm -hmm. Like that's how a crowd is supposed to be. It felt like a college atmosphere in FedEx. It was. it, it, It was. And then not just the people there, not just them being loud, it was just good energy. Mm-hmm. It was just good energy yep. all over there, and it's been a while since we felt it. And at the end of the show, we're going to talk about all the celebs that were there before oh,
0: the game. Oh, it was a lot of It was, it was a lot, lot of people. It, it was packed. I know you talked to most of those guys. You've experienced most of those yeah. guys, so we're going to get into that because the atmosphere was pretty incredible. Let's talk about the offense. Yeah. And Sam Howell, I think, is a guy that, and, and we all know this, it's just that, he has a ton of potential. Oh, yeah. He's going to be very good. We also forget this was his second start in the history. Thank of the you, He has one more start than CJ Stroud. Uh, one you. more start than Bryce Young. Thank one you. One more start than Anthony Richardson. So yes. let's
1: keep that in perspective. All right. You brought those names up. All newborns. That's yes. what we call rookies. Mm-hmm. Newborns. And you know, newborns, they'll eat as much as they want to, but they'll have to throw up every once in a while. Like yes. when they had to give it back to mm-hmm. you what you given to them. like right, look at the guy that you talked about. Bryce Young lost. Anthony Richards, lost. CJ Scroud lost. Yep. I got one. You got one. So it done. Like, at the end of the day, I understand it with him being eight quarters old, it's gonna take him some time. Yeah. It's gonna be a year of up and downs. But at one game, it's gonna be a game. I don't know if it's gonna be the 10th mm-hmm. game, the 12th game, the 14th game. It's all going to slow down. Yes. And then we get to see the real him start to, how should I say, start to maturate and get better. Yeah. All right, but he showed us yesterday, I can take a lick in the face, because listen. He took some licks. Kazir White tried to kill him, the referee. <laughs> Uh, listen, Early on, uh, by the way, the cars were just taking headshots. Not, the entire- yes, they, they had came out and said, you know what? Everybody going to cut us out? We going to bring pain. <laughs> right. <laughs> we going to bring pain. So he showed me he could take a lick and keep and get back and keep mm-hmm. on ticking. He finished the game. Uh, he also showed me adversity doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he has this middle zen. He ain't too high when he balling. Mm-hmm. He ain't too low when he ain't doing, doing well. But he showed me I'm a gamer. Yeah. That pass he threw for a touchdown, that's very Patrick Mahomes right there. Mm-hmm. And him running and taking it into his own hands and scoring a touchdown. Think about it. If you give me the stats you gave me yesterday, mm-hmm. that means you're going to score two touchdowns. One might be running. One might be passing. You're going to turn it over. At the end of the season, what you're going to have? 34 touchdowns and 17 picks? I will take that. Yes. I would Because Jalen Hurts almost won MVP last year. He scored 35 touchdowns. I right. understand where he's at and where he's going to be after this. That's a good point. And Jalen Hurts
0: is a, is a good example. Different quarterbacks. but Yeah, most definitely but, different. But also – the narrative was, is this guy going to be the guy yeah, I, yes. not, you just don't? And now, look, one
1: yeah. of the best in the game. Hey, listen, hey, hey, got a big contract, mm-hmm. took him to the Super Bowl. That's what you got to say. What are we building towards? Right. And with Sam High, we're building towards something great. Like, I think he has the, the ability mm-hmm. and I think he has the mental capacity to be a great quarterback in this league.
0: Again, we will get to the celebs, all the pregame festivities, the sellout crowd. But I did want to ask, what does it mean when you have all of this buildup? When you have standing room only and even though it was dicey, you still get the win.
1: Uh, Well, you know what? I think the fans came in there with their mental... Like, it's just gonna be our day. Right. But, you know, the rain came. So, so we had to all reset mm-hmm. our train of mm-hmm. thought. And I think they were so high. And they started booing for a while. Cause they're like, oh, this can't be <laughs> 10 to 16. Not with the Cardinals. <laughs> At the end of the day, I think the expectation was so high. Yes. We let them down in the beginning. But that's what sports is about. It's the longest running reality show of all time. And with reality, it's gonna be some ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And that's what we love about it, being emotionally attached to this game. Yep. Sometimes we're gonna laugh. Sometimes we going to cry, but at the end of it we are going to do it together at 70,000 strong and that's the difference. And we know this. The Arizona Cardinals fans don't travel? right? I don't even know if Arizona got fans, but I know this for Washington, Washington,
0: Washington yes showed
1: up yesterday. They certainly
0: did. You know who sh- showed up over the weekend? Yeah, tell me, Jay. Texas Longhorns uh, showed up over the I knew weekend. We, I knew
1: we were going to have to go here. The Texas Longhorns showed we up.
0: Gonna... Tell me, tell me if I'm wrong. They were the better team
1: on the field in Tuscaloosa. They were the better fit. You are right. You are right from the onset. Now I said this, ours at your quarterback, I said he's better than the quarterback for Alabama. Uh I didn't know y'all defense was you know that. I did not know y'all defense was that and y'all proved that we're ready for the SEC. Because like, y'all coming next year, we're yep. ready for the SEC. But get ready for eight and four a lot. Like, that's what y'all going <laughs> to yes. be. Get yes. ready for eight Correct. and four a lot. And y'all just won't let Texas A&M make it, with it? When no, Texas A&M one-up y'all by coming to the nah. SEC, and y'all like, you know what? We're going to come too. Like, that's what y'all do to Texas A&M at all times. We always say, eh, nah, 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 nah. nah right, right, that, y'all don't, right, y'all don't right, get, that, get that, him in love. you no. The no love. No, 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 that, no, love. No, none So
0: we're going to give love to everyone. We'll get to Colorado in a second for Hannah.
1: Yeah, we will. Mississippi State you guys are 2-0. Hey, listen, at the end of the day, we had to go stop all this pac Ten bleeding, all right? Cuz we couldn't <laughs> beat the pac Ten, the SEC. Yeah. Like they every day had beat all of beat all mm-hmm. us until the the Mississippi State Bulldogs go out there to Arizona and teach them a lesson. Like right, so at the end of the day, Mississippi State, we're going to be right there. And every year we've seen them. We had lose that one game to Arkansas and then uh maybe to Alabama. I don't see them doing that this year. I see them being a steady team because we don't have that one side of the ball that sticks out like yeah, yeah, they usually yeah. do. Now we just got even kill. We got a quarterback. Usually that's where we lacking at. We got a quarterback. We got everything it takes right now to be great. Now they're gonna take that next step. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What's going to happen this weekend? Don't you guys play LSU? Oh, yes, we do. I'm going to the game. Oh, you going? I'm, I'm okay. Going, I, Fred Smoot will be on the sideline. I'm taking my son down there to the game. Let him get this SEC in his blood. A good Saturday morning. Ain't nothing like waking up a good Saturday in the SEC, down south. Like, listen, when I wake up, I'm going to take a deep breath. Like, yeah, I can maybe get out and give me a couple plays. But I can't <laughs> wait to go to Stark Vegas and see the dog pound rocking in there. And just watch my son face as he – because he's getting ready to take it on. He's a 12th grader, so next year he'll be in college. Oh. So I really want to give him that experience of what it feels like to be a Mississippi State Bulldog. So I'm going to take him down that Friday, mm-hmm. let him go around campus, yeah, yeah. let him do all the stuff, let him let him see the big old stuff that his daddy in there, you know what I'm saying, the shoes he got to feel. And then we're going to go watch them take on LSU, which – They just not the same LSU. No, I am sorry, you got the wrong coach. I. It happens. If you got to come down here and fake a Southern accent, you probably shouldn't be here. (laughs) I. That's just what it is.
0: Did you see the press conference where, after that loss to Florida State, they asked him? Someone in the press said, "Do you think you should have been more creative on offense?" And he goes. I'm not going to talk about being more creative on offense, more creative on defense. And then five minutes later, random, he goes, I think we should have been more creative I mean, on offense.
1: I'm like, what? That's who he is. That's who he is. And now he's found himself in a high-pressure situation. Mm-hmm. Like, LSU don't take losing well. They do not take losing well. And they only going to – like, I have to ask myself, like, think about it. Mm-hmm. You got him coaching. Then you got a guy like Deion Sanders at mm-hmm. uh, Colorado. Who walks in your living room and leaves with your child? Not Brian Kelly. DNZ. Uh, I'm sorry. So that's that's what Kelly's gonna run a problem to in the South is he's not gonna be a recruit. Now he he got LSU backing him, and you got the Tigers. Mm. you got the you got all the aura of it. But I'm sorry, that ain't enough. And I think Alabama is seeing that right now. Mm-hmm. It ain't enough, Nick Saban. Nick Saban don't like the the, the N I L. Nick Saban don't like the, the transfer portal. Nick Saban will be left behind. That's what ha- happens to old relics. And right now, him and Dabo Sweeney are on their way out. I'm sorry.
0: I'm rooting for your dogs this weekend. I walked in this morning and everyone's got a smile on their face because yeah. the commanders won, and as Buffalo's won, your Bulldog dogs won. Yeah. My horns won. Yeah. But we gotta talk about Coach Prime because I have to admit, I've been late to the party here. I I kept saying, like, all right, it's one game, it's one game. Yeah. I kind of like the Huskers this weekend because I like Matt Rule, but yeah. Colorado incredible atmosphere and the star power. Michael Irvin was losing it on the uh, sideline. Uh, first of
1: all, Shannon Sharp was there, I think? Shannon Sharp. You got Stephen A. Smith. You got wu Tang, which I think it was like 33 of them. Uh, it was like a <laughs> rapper's glory. It's like, that's what he does. He brings entertainment mm-hmm. to a campus. And what you're losing sight of, Shadur was a four-star quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Travis Hunter was the number one player in the nation when he came out. Five-star player. He got players. All right, so at the end of the day, he might not have as much depth if he wanted and he needed but he can compete with anybody right now Shadour might be leading for all Heisman and Travis Hunter is up for the Heisman so that's telling you yes we got players and we got swag I don't think people understand how much that is a part of who you are as an athlete yeah Dead swag. And right now, Colorado got a nation behind them. Not just a state. Not a city. They got a nation behind them. And Prime is laying that blueprint out on how to get stuff done. And I love it. Because it's going to propel a lot of ex-football players into coaching. Mm -hmm. Where they should have been anyway. You've been doing it your whole life. Why not teach it? So at the end of the day, he's changing the landscape of college football right now as we speak. We're watching history.
0: I want to talk about someone else who had a great weekend. Yeah. And we're talking about these young players. Coco Goff. Yes. Fourth teenager to win the U.S. Open from America. First since Serena did it in like 1999. And I have to say, I was in a bar getting ready for the Texas game. But before it came on, we were watching the U.S. Open. Did you see the
1: energy in it?
0: Oh, my God. It Everybody in the bar was going, USA, USA. USA. It, was,
1: it was crazy. It's galvanizing. And did you see the video clip, the viral clip of young Coco at 12 years yes. old at Serena's match, watching her win while she cheered? That's what you want. And that's what tennis gives you. Tennis is one mm-hmm. of the rare sports that you can go pro at 14, 15 years okay. old. So she's one of them. She has dealt, dealt with a lot of ups and downs. And... I see now why she went through that mental battle she went through. Imagine being 16, Jinx. Oh, my and, God. And had to represent a, a whole nation. And we know winning and losing takes its toll on you. But we don't think about because I was a sore loser in high school. She's a baby. She's a baby. She's a baby. Going <laughs> through this stuff and coming out on top, I praise her for that. And mm-hmm. it's just, and then here goes the scary thing. She just getting started. Oh, yeah. That's the scary thing. That puts the world on notice. She's just getting started, and she's galvanizing. She's bringing people together. Like you said, USA. That's all I heard. Like, yeah. I was like. I was flabbergasted of the, of the energy and the people there. I don't even know how KD got to the Open and then made it to FedEx Field the next day. Well, that's what happened when you got a PJ. That's what happened right there, things.
0: <laughs> My favorite part of that whole thing was, A, it was incredible, but I have to admit... I got pretty emotional watching her go chase down her parents yeah. and then hugging, hugging them and I yeah. was like, man, that is that's really no, special. That,
1: that's what sports does. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's the longest running reality show. I say it all the time. Like people don't understand mm-hmm. who got your corner when you don't have that game. Like I friends smoke go get burnt for 200 yards, my mama still love me. All right? yeah. She can care less about all the stuff going on. And that's what Coco said. She's like, win, lose, a draw. My parents still love me. And I think that's very important. So,
0: guys in the NFL, you experience this too. When yeah. you have so much success and mm-hmm. you come into money and you come into fame, mm-hmm. no matter what sport you play, and you're young. Yeah. Because I always thought, for me, I was like, I'm mature for my age, but even now I look back, I'm like, you're an idiot. Yeah, I you know totally I mean? was you know an idiot. I'm yeah. like, I'm an idiot. Yeah. So... How difficult is that to manage
1: all of those different things at once, no matter the sport? It's hard, but I think sports get you ready for it because it's hard. Yeah. Like right when you think you didn't perfect it, it shows you you haven't. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of those things that will be taken away very quickly. But I think what you know, most athletes do a good job of is uh, making sure they separate the sport from the person. All right? Yeah, yeah. And the person still has family that they want to take care yeah. of. The person still got people they love. Uh, they still have to date and do other regular stuff. Like, it's one of them things where you consume it all, but mm-hmm. you make sure that it's never too big for you. That's why I had to praise her at, what, age 19? Yeah. Yeah. So, if you could go back.
0: Yeah. Fred Smoot now, if you could tell young Fred Smoot something, one piece
1: of advice. <sighs> this is me playing a therapist here. Yes. What would you tell yourself? Wow, that's a great question, Jinx. Give yourself five years mm-hmm. after you retire to just go see the world. Figure it out. Just go see the world, have no true attachments, mm-hmm. play your sport, retire, leave three or four years for you, mm-hmm. and then start the normalcy. Yeah, 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 And I think that's what we don't do. We don't give ourselves chance to air out. Sure. Like, we usually go from one career to another career and just keep going. But I would have said, take a little time for yourself. Go live in China, India, wherever you want to go, South America, and just air out for a little bit. Let your body and your soul rest, and then chase the the talking career, and then go chase the other stuff you want to do. But yeah, that's what I say. Take some Fred Smooth time for you, Fred.
0: Because, I like that you said Fred to
1: Fred. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) well, I'm just saying. Take some time for yourself. But you know,
0: that's kind of like it is in Life for Everyone, where... You're you assume that you're supposed to be on a path, right? Yeah. I'm gonna graduate. Mm-hmm. Then when I graduate, I'm gonna get a job. I'm gonna get a job. Mm-hmm. Then going I get a job, I'm gonna have I'm kids. A, I'm yep. gonna get married. Yep. I'm yep. gonna have kids. Yep. I'm gonna do this, and then you realize that's all well and fine, right. but I don't
1: have, have to, to do, do that. that. Right. And, and I don't like that's the American way to do right. things. But everybody got a different path. Everybody got a different path. So it, you got to embrace your path. So right. you know, if I could. Jump in a time machine and go slap Fred. Uh, I'll be like, (laughs) look here, (laughs) man. You listen to me right now. Listen to me. Chill out. Yeah. Enjoy yourself. But Take some U time. Well, no matter where you are in the world. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I know that you like karaoke. I love it. And you love bowling. I'm going
1: pro again, Jinx. You were pro once? In football. Oh, professional. Did you forget it? (laughs) I'm going pro for a second. Again. It's early on the Monday. Oh, I was like, I'm oh, right. yeah, he was a pro. Oh, yeah, I used to play football. <laughs> By the way, yeah, I'm going pro in PBA. I think it's time. I think it's time. I'm a two-sport guy. Uh, I'm very good. At bowling. Okay, let me stop you right
0: there because yeah. Doc Walker says, and he, I've heard this before, but Doc Walker says he's never seen you bowl.
1: And then because Doc don't hang at bowling alleys, like all right, this Doc fault. All right, but the DMV knows the DMV. I've taken on Southern Maryland, Northern Virginia, DC, mm-hmm. beat them all. It's nobody in the DMV that can beat me bowling. All right, since I've been here, okay, I've bowled. Eleven nine or eleven perfect game three hundred. Have you really? Oh yes, sir. And my weapons of mass destruction, my balls. All right, listen to me. If you're a skilled bowler, it's a couple things you know. I gotta have the right balls for the right all patterns. Okay. For the wood that I'm attempting. Like when I go bowling, I'm not going against you, Jinx. Because you have your own bowling balls. Oh, I got seven of them. Seven? Seven of them. All right. All right. And I love to use Hercules. He's one of my <gasps> one of my best balls. Oh, you the- name you name them all. Why not? What you mean I got the Cobra Commander, in there? I got all kinds of people in there. All right, listen the Cobra Commander. Oh, no, listen. All right. Listen, and okay. that's why I go by my nickname, Big Iron McCracken. You know, that's 10-pin one of my favorite movies. And that's why anytime you see me bowling, it'll never say Fred Smoot. it just say Big Iron McCracken up there. <laughs> that's me. All right. okay. That's who I am. But it's, it's you against the oil patterns. And this is what people don't understand. Because we roll with the spin, okay. it, it pushes the oil. Okay. All right. When it starts to pushes the oil, you'll see me change balls, and now I'm going to go to one of my drier, more aggressive balls, and now I'm going to go find the oil. All right? So that's the thing about it. That's why they re-oil it after any time you, you bowl. So— if you go bowling, will you take multiple balls? Yeah, I got I got I got a holder that it carries four balls. And then I bring my other ones, it carries two. It depends on where I'm going in the competition. When I walk in, I look like a like I'm bringing in seven kids with it. I'm just I'm walking with balls in my hand. Yeah, so you gotta have your balls, you gotta have your shoes, you gotta have the small things, mm-hmm. even down to your tiles. Like I only use dry fit certain tiles okay. to get all the dust off my balls and stuff. And you gotta take care of them balls. I take them to get them. Get them shined up, get yeah. them moisturized, everything, man. So, how did you get good at that? Because I, I'll bowl, every,
0: you know, I'm yeah. like most bowlers. Sometimes I suck, sometimes I'm like, eh, I did pretty yeah. well, but I'm a recreational bowler. Yeah. You gotta bowl
1: a lot to be good. Well, high school is started. Uh, everybody bowled in high school, Yeah. but I'm also a competitor. Okay. All right, so once you get to doing the sport, you're doing it. And any sport that I can drink mm-hmm. beer and get better at, you know, <laughs> golf is like that, yep. bowling is like that. I, I'm going to take it very serious and then I just got hooked on it and by the time I made it to college I'm full fledged. every week the bowling alley know I'm coming in three days a week yeah. like I bowl when I go bowling it's usually like three o'clock in the evening so it would be me and three people grannies and granddaddies in there yeah. and I'm talking trash to them too oh listen I done kicked grannies and grandmamas but all up and down the bowling alley. At the end of the day, I love bowling, and it's something that I can do with my family. Yeah. I love it. Me and my kids love. Oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah. So, do you bowl like most people do, or do you do that thing where you cradle it and spin it? No, you don't cradle it. Your arm needs to be straight. Okay. Uh, yet I spin. Like, think about it. The Earth is a ball. It spins. Yes. The only way that you could tell that sphere okay. where to go is to spin it with a certain velocity. Like people that just toss it. Yeah. It, it ain't called tossing; it's called bowling. That's true. Like, so, you can only control the ball with the spin. Okay, yeah. So the spin is very important for you to tell it where to go, how to go, and what how fast to go. If you wanted to be a pro, when you become a pro, again, yes, I am. How much work would it take for you to actually do that? All I need to do is consistently keep doing it. Like the one thing about bowling, when mm-hmm. you stop doing it, you lose. Sight of that, you lose your edge. Yeah, like right now, if the PBA called me right now and say, "Hey, we want you to play in a tournament in three weeks," I would literally bowl every day until that day. Would you? Every day until that day, like every day until that day. And I take it upon myself to not just bowl at the bowling alleys around my house. Yeah, I would go to other bowling alleys because I need to go to other woods and yeah. adjust to them. So then I would do that. So, yeah, I could be ready in no time. Can I tell you my favorite Doc Walker story? Uh, please do. You're talking do. about
0: Doc. Please do. Okay, so you've known Doc for a long time. hundred so years because he's like 90. <laughs> <laughs> when I was working at NBC, I am putting my makeup on, right? Yeah. Whatever. And Doc walk in, walks in, he goes, my man Jenkins. Gives me a hug. He goes, yeah. what we're doing now, me and you, yeah. people are going to be talking about five or six years from now. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got you, doc. He goes, let me tell you something. He goes, you got the cigar. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. Yes. He goes, people been asking me lately, doc, <laughs> have you lost weight? Doc, have you lost weight? Yeah. And I said, yeah, I lost some weight. Yeah. But I haven't. <laughs> That's so Doc. He goes, keep him guessing. Keep hey, listen. Keep he guessing. is such. <laughs> he just like, smiles, takes a puff of his cigar, chews on it, walks off. I was like,
1: Thanks, Doc. And he will talk about himself in the third person all the time. What's going on, Doc? Yeah, Doc don't let them bother him. That's what (laughs) Doc don't do. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, that's who he is. That's why I love him to death. Yeah, Doc left my mind in a pretzel. I was like, keep him guessing. And that was so deep. And, hey. You 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 felt thought-provoking right there. like, Like, why did I go to Texas? Right. (laughs) I should have just been with Doc, though. (laughs) (laughs) Just let him teach me life lessons the entire time.
0: (laughs) I love Doc, man. That's my favorite. Okay, so let's move ahead. To this weekend, coming up. Yeah. All right. We got Denver. On the road. Yeah. Mile high city. Oh. How difficult is it to prepare for that sort of environment? I have not. I've been to Denver. It's yeah. a lot different when you're competing at a high level. Yeah. How
1: much does it affect you? It affects you a lot. Yeah. Like, people don't understand what a mile high is. They mean mile high in this stadium. Yeah. Mile high in the stadium. this, this high altitude. That's so high altitude, and mm-hmm. we're mostly from the south. Yeah. We're by the water. We're like zero attitude. It dehydrates you so quick. I don't care how much water you did. Your body needs 24 hours to 48 hours to acclimate to it. Think about this. If I'm a mile high in the air, the air is thinner. Yeah. If the air is thinner, it's making my heart work harder. Yeah. It's making my blood thinner. Yeah. I, I need time to adjust to it. Like, I played a game there, and the weather was so it, – it, the sun was shining in the first quarter. Yeah. It rained in the second. It snowed in the third. And the sun came back out. In the fourth quarter. Like, it's very unpredictable weather-wise. And you also, like I said, and that's why a lot of pro athletes train in Denver. Mm -hmm. They train in Colorado. So we can take our body through that stress. And when we do come back down to the elevation, Mm -hmm. we're fine. We're fine, so it's one of them things that they really have an advantage when it comes to location. Hey, even watch the you watch the basketball when the Denver Nuggets won. The yeah. team was going there, getting tired. I, that mm-hmm. No matter if you inside or outside, it's a real factor. It's a real factor, and it's a real advantage too. So, how much of that is mental? Because certainly it takes a physical
0: toll on your body, but yeah. it's almost like if you're short of breath and you're an anxious person in a way, you can start to have an anxiety attack. Oh, easy. And and then that just makes everything worse, and you need to be like, hey, take a few deep
1: breaths here. Hey, you got to take a couple deep breaths. And my homeboy, Ryan Clark, he could never play there. So anytime, because I think... I don't know if it was because his appendix had been removed or something, mm-hmm. but it was it was dangerous for him to play in Denver. So, he never dressed in Denver. He just sat on the sideline. Yeah. Like, that's that's how lethal it is. Like, it's it's, it's you against Mother Nature. That's, yeah. that's what it is. That's why I'm hoping the team goes out there 48 hours before to get a player some time to just walk around, like, yeah. get acclimated. And sometimes you'll see teams do that. They'll go
0: yeah. out there a day or two early just yeah. to say, let yourself adjust. Yes,
1: let yourself adjust. Let your let your let your heart. and let your oxygen level adjust. That's what has to adjust. One thing we always see in the NFL is
0: it's easy to completely freak out over one week.
1: It is everybody w- does. It's it, week one. Everybody that won think they're going to the Super Bowl, right? Everybody that lost ready to draft Caleb Williams. That, 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 that's that's <laughs> where's that's that's the panic of it. But that's what makes football so unique. Every quarter, every game counts, mm-hmm. right, and that's what makes it. That's why. I'm, got people hooked to the TV, yeah. I want to see every play. But I'm never going to get too high or too low on week one. Man.
0: I say that because what do you want to see improvement-wise in week two? Because there's lots of things to improve upon for
1: everybody. Well, I'm not going to do what everybody else is going to do. I'm not going paralysis by over-analysis. Okay, I'm not going to do that to myself. Right. What I do want is progression with Sam Howell. I just want to see him get better week in and week out. Like I said, he's a newborn. I want to see him get better week in and week out. I want to see that offensive line hold up a little bit better. I know it's going to take them time to jail. They need to work together. But eventually, they're going to have to come together, and they're going to have to stick through this thing together. Defense, I want them to go out there and really, what they did in the second half, dictate a game, be the reason we won. Mm -hmm. Now, you ain't going to be the Baltimore Ravens of 2001, but I want you to be – Similar, because I think you got the players to get that done. So I want to see them go out here to Denver and treat Denver like they are. I think Denver is – They don't want to say they're rebuilding. Yeah. But it's some uncertainty there. Yeah. They don't seem to like Sean Payton and the politician, uh, 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 Russell Wilson, don't seem to be on the same. But you know how you see a relationship and you're like, hmm, they days are numbered. They don't, yeah. You you know, like, some is just not. It's like they're together, but not for long. But not together. Right. But he cheating. Like, somebody cheating. (laughs) So,
0: Russ, how can I put this kindly?
1: Yeah. Are his best days behind, behind him? You know, I always got I got these little things that I do. I study players and I study some things, and I have watched this happen with running quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They run their way to big contracts, and then they want to become pocket passes. passes. That's not his game. I watched Dunham and McNabb do it. Mm-hmm. I watched Skinny Deck Prescott leave Mississippi State, run to a big contract, and he runs no more. I watched Russell go win a Super Bowl running. He runs no more. What made you special, you don't like to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And they've seen the game, uh, I 15, 20 pounds, that don't allow them to run anymore. Yep. So I think it's identity crisis. I think Russell thinks he's old, Russ, and he's not. The new politician, Russ, ain't as good as the other Russ. And that's why I say sometimes you gotta lean on what got you there. And I think sometimes with quarterbacks, they wanna they wanna change the narrative. Yeah. Like anytime they say I'm gonna running quarterback, I don't wanna be no running more quarterback, I wanna be Joe Mantana. You're not. Right. I do what got you there and what makes you special. We know that Washington
0: fans yeah. are jacked. We saw it in season open. They're going to be jacked for week two. But yeah. I did want to ask you about the atmosphere. Yes. Before week one, I mean, the stadium was packed. It was standing room only. It, it was, was unbelievable. It was crazy. We're going to talk about that. Stay with me. we got listen, 60 seconds. Yes. Take a bathroom break. Get yourself some quick. water. Just do it quick. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about that on Get Loud, presented by SeatGeek. Brought to you by Bet365, official sports betting partner of the Washington Commanders. Become a part of the play and bet on a range of NFL markets. Turn $1 into $200 of bonus bets with our new customer offer. Download the Bet365 app today and join 80 million members worldwide. Age 21 plus only. Must be physically located in Virginia. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. We don't travel to escape life. We travel so life doesn't escape us. We dream of a place anywhere in the world. And in the blink of an eye, we're there. That's the wonder of flight. All you have to decide is, where to? Dulles International Airport. Let your imagination soar. Book your adventure today at flydulles.com nonstop. See how quick that was? Yes. Nice and And easy. And we're back. (laughs) Ever (laughs) get ever. It's a Get Loud podcast presented by Seat Geek. That's smooth. I'm Jinx. So, I mean, it was a who's who.
1: Star studded. Oh, my God. Yes, it was. Riggo was there. I think I seen the Queen of England in there. It was was crazy. Like, first of all, the whole fan base, everybody mm-hmm. happy to welcome back John Riggins, mm-hmm. icon yep. of this franchise. <laughs> Great to see him. Great to see Sonny Jerkson with the cigar in my of mouth. Course. Great to see Pierre Garçon. I was like, so many dudes. My boy Champ Bailey, my, my first running mate in the league. Love to see him. We still spend a lot of time mm-hmm. together. So uh I think Joel and B was in there. KD uh, was the there. K D was in there. I like, how did he make it from the. USO, he did. PJs, I, Alex Ovechkin was there. Hey, I want to start speaking Russian because right? I'm trying to communicate with. It, <laughs> I, it was st- and like, and I just that support that shows everything. That mm-hmm. shows we are, we are we was a sleeping giant. Yeah, people wanted to, they just didn't. Yeah. but now it changes, and it felt like such a high school. I mean, a high school college atmosphere where it was just good energy, good chi in there, and, 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 and it's nothing like having like it, it's been times where we had a packed house. Oh, yeah? But we didn't have a peck house like that. And, and that's what I think the players deserved. I thought Terry McLaurin deserved it. John Allen mm-hmm. deserved it. To know how it really feels to be a Washington football player.
0: And I'm glad you mentioned those guys because yeah. they were the ones who were very outspoken after yeah. the game saying, yeah. man. It was crazy. This was awesome.
1: And don't forget your boy that was there, Bobby Three Sticks a- a- RG3. Oh, my know, God. I, yeah, I, I, my I, guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm Like, <laughs> everybody came out. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I, I'm with it, man.
0: I'm with it. <laughs> well, doesn't that just speak to the fact that everyone here, when I say everyone, yeah. I mean former players, yeah. fans, yeah. people who are
1: celebs who love this team. They've been waiting for this new era for a, a long time. But you know what? You get what you wait for. And we waited for it. Yeah. And now that it's here, we're in the presence. And we're going to have to uh, pack that house again. All right? So at the end of the day, it's repeat rinse, repeat, do it again. Mm-hmm. Like, this has to be the norm. Because when I was here, it was the norm. Like, I ain't never played in front of an empty FedEx field. Is that right? I never had the privilege of doing that. Every time I played in FedEx field, it was to capacity. And we used to hold 90000 at that time. So, like I said, we have awakened a sleeping giant. Yeah. yeah. So, I know you weren't playing, but yeah. when you say you're standing
0: there, it feels like you can still get out there, and you hear that roar for the first time yeah. in a while – What did you think?
1: Well, first of all, I did get the... My honorary. Really, really smooth. There you go. I got that again. Yeah. Right. Because I, I I took out a veteran out there, hand him the game ball. And, of course, the fans seeing it was me, they went smooth. And I could feel that ground rattling a little bit. And that's when I was like, damn, where my cleats at, Jinx? Mm-hmm. I, I was looking for my cleats. Then I went to my car and realized I had, like, the Walter Payton kangaroos. And yeah. they like, 73 years old. Let me know I can't never play again.
0: When I walk out on the field, you know what I hear? Yeah. I listen real close, and there's one guy going, Jinx!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jinx! Ain't that my... Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs>
0: and he goes, say out to smooth." <laughs> we'll do. I'll do it.
1: <laughs> I understand, Jake. Don't worry. You are the
0: man. <laughs> That's going to do it for the Get Loud podcast. Fred Smoot, Michael Jenkins, presented by SeatGeek. Let's get a win this weekend.
1: See you in Denver.
0: Set summer in motion with the most electrifying Honda vehicles yet, like the CRV and Accord with available hybrid powertrains designed to deliver more thrilling performance and more innovative tech. Summer's here. Make every adventure more electrifying with Honda. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2023 Honda Accord Hybrid or 2023 CRV Hybrid. Buy online, reserve from select dealers, or visit your local Honda dealer today.
2: See dealer for financing details. We have some breaking news that you Commanders fans are going to want to hear. It's official. SeatGeek is now the official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders. That's right. The deal is finalized, and SeatGeek is the newest member of the Commanders family. If you haven't heard the name yet, get used to it, because you'll be hearing it a lot more this season. Whether you are buying or selling tickets to Commanders games or any other live event in the DMV, SeatGeek is the place to do it. SeatGeek, the new official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders. So Commanders fans can fan.
0: The views and opinions expressed by our podcast guests and or hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Washington commanders or any of their representatives.